everybody and welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Myra. And my name is Meg. Welcome back, guys. Yes, welcome back. Humans, aliens, everybody living who can hear this. Listeners. (laughs) Listeners. (laughs) Y'all were just trying. Yeah. Just trying to another week. To to do better, to be better, because once you know better, you do better. But you know, there's still a lot of gray area and a lot of things in our Mm -hmm. world. So obviously just trying to be as mindful as possible. But yeah, welcome back to another week. Uh we are very excited to be here. We have some who we got some stuff to talk about today, y'all. It's it's been a week. It's been a week. Okay, real quick, let's do something fun real quick. I just thought about this. Um what song would you use to uh, describe the week you have had? Oh, um, what song? Oh, I don't really know. Um, I let's 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 uh circle back. Let's circle back to that. I can tell you later in the show. Okay, tell tell me. Mine is Rage Against the Machine. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Jay, like you got it. one. <laughs> I'm thinking it's been chaotic. So <laughs> Bring on the Rain by Jody Messina. There we go. Period. I've never heard that song, but I'm gonna go listen to it. It's country. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least he gave that you explains it. Yeah. That explains why I have not heard it before. <laughs> I love it. Okay, fine. Um my song is um uh, Mean by Taylor Swift. That is technically a country song that I have heard because I do like Taylor Swift's country music. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with uh with Mean by Taylor Swift. Okay. Why you gotta be so mean? There we go. That's the song. Oh, it's like that. It's like that. Yep. Okay. But, but we'll yeah, talk we'll about make it the question the, for the week so y'all can chime in too. I love that. I love that. Uh, But yeah, guys, so super, super excited. We finally got the announcement for Go Out 2024. It is going to be in Dallas, Texas at the Lowe's Arlington Hotel, a super nice brand new hotel, and it's going to take place at the end of April. I believe the dates are April the 18th through the 21st mm-hmm. um and let's just get our you know just initial reactions to the announcement of it being um in dallas myra what say you um initially i was excited because i was really like we talk about this like while location doesn't really mean too much for us like we're gonna mm-hmm. be there regardless but i was really hoping for a location of one where i already been so i don't have to like worry about like sightseeing and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and um two that's a bit central for me so I don't have to like spend so much time traveling to the location like Anaheim is literally across the whole country for me Mm -hmm. so um I was hoping for something that was more central and more like not as expensive so I was excited and happy with the location because been to Dallas so many times Mm -hmm. um it's central I don't really need to be like sightseeing or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. I I was excited. Yeah, I was super, super excited as well. I still have family that lives in Dallas. So I'm definitely going to make time to be able to um, see them. Y'all know I lived in Dallas for like eight years. I absolutely love living there. Um, I miss it a lot. It's just a really great city. Really, really, really great food. Um, The hotel looks absolutely amazing. I really think that... I, I think a lot of the complaints about this past year were were heard and recognized by the wild mm-hmm. team with this location pick because I mean, you know, there were some complaints about the quality of the hotel. You know, this is a brand new, beautiful, gorgeous hotel. Um, and it's not costing any more than last year's hotel, which is really, really huge. Um, you know, there were some complaints about how expensive DC is just in general. Mm-hmm. In general, Texas is a little bit more affordable than DC. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I know yeah. from literally living there that it's a lot more affordable. Uh, you know, two major airports um, in Dallas, which is really, really awesome. And it gives people a 
a little bit of options for travel wise. And then also, you know, people I had to travel across the country to go to Anaheim too. That was mm-hmm. that was pretty far for me. And then to go the the literal opposite direction um, to go to DC. So I like that this was a extremely central location, um, pretty much to everybody. Like yeah. if you're in the continental US, more than likely nobody's flight is going to be more than two hours. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. I don't know. I just I just think it was a, a really well-rounded um, decision um, and location, and I'm super excited about it. I've been looking for an excuse to go back to Dallas literally ever since we moved, so I finally got it. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm really pumped. I'm really, really pumped. Yay! I, I'm super excited and um, excited that you'll be able to, like, meet up with family. Also excited mm-hmm. that, like, you know, a lot of our friends are in... Uh, Texas too. So mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be um, easier for them for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just excited to go, honestly. I mean, that's the thing. Like, we, <laughs> we've talked about several times that like the location of Go Wild is really just important for planning purposes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, to me, like I, I thought that DC was great because it got it gave us opportunities to go like sightseeing and stuff in DC. Yeah. Um, you know, Anaheim was great if you wanted to go to like a Disney or something like this. Mm-hmm. Arlington is gonna be great or Dallas is gonna be great because you know it's literally in the backyard of Six Flags. Um, so there are things to do there, but also I don't know, like to me, like go out is just about the people and the experience of being at Go Wild. And you know, we know that like once the conference started on Thursday, we didn't even leave the hotel anymore. We were door dashing for the most part. And like, so we we could have been on Mars and it wouldn't have made a difference because you know the conference is just so all-encompassing and just really, really does take up so much of your time unless you come early or stay later. You really don't have a, a big opportunity to really like do a lot of things in the city because there's just so much going on at the conference itself. Um, but yeah, like I said, location is not a big deal to me. I'm still fully on team. I will be okay with while picking a location and just having it at the same place forever and never moving it. I will be totally yeah. fine with that. Um, but I think it does kind of add to the excitement to have the you know, the mystery to see like, where is it going to be next year? I think that definitely adds to it, but you know, that's just my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it both ways, but I think, um, again, going back to planning purposes, I would be team, you know, having it Mm -hmm. one place as well. Um, but yeah, all that to say, I'm just, I'm just pumped. I'm I'm excited that it's in April. Yeah. Um, a little bit more time to plan and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, just excited. <laughs> so what are what are we thinking as far as like speakers? Have you already been thinking about speakers you might want to see, crop hosts that you might want to see, like, you know, new table sponsors, anything like that? Like, have you started thinking there yet? Mm, um, just from a bit from last year, I, I need to have VJ on the stage again. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I I need I need her back on stage. Um, yes. I need another not me putting Tisa to work, but I need another Tisa to work because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the best. Um, I'm actually that's one of the things I'm really excited for next year mm-hmm. is the uh, wild crop. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a really good job. There could be some tweaks. Like I really would love like microphones and stuff like that in the uh, individual sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think overall that. Um, really gave the people who were missing like the kind of crafty part of the conference Mm -hmm. um, something there. And, you know, I had a good time with that. So I'm really excited to see what the improvements and stuff will be for that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, table sponsors, hopefully Archer and Olive. Mm, yes that would be awesome yeah that would be really, really good. Um, I think for me talking about the wild crop, because you know, like this year, they had it to where we were all in the big ballroom for like the first like hour or so, mm-hmm. I think. And we all did like a few like little crafts together. And then they had the breakout rooms where people who had signed up for the individual rooms or had the opportunity to went to those breakout rooms and did like another small craft. Mm-hmm. I think I would like the breakout rooms to be to be the whole time. And I think it because it would be cool to be able to have the time to do a craft that takes two or three hours, you know what I'm saying? Like we wanted to like bling something bigger, like a cup or, you know, the other breakout rooms, we made things like just to have the opportunity to make something more substantial and to have more time to do that. I think that would be um, totally uh, great. But my vote is for Tisa to have like 
the main ballroom that can like house like 500 people or so and like <laughs> we got to get a voice note we <laughs> really put her away i know shout out to tisa tisa will be like wait a minute y'all want me to do a breakout room with like 500 people yes okay yes we got your back I mean, we'll support we'll support we're, we're bling professionals now so we oh, can period. Help. We can we definitely can help. help at tables and stuff. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're volunteering ourselves as tribute to help. So <laughs> there we go. There we go. Um, for speakers, I would love, um, you know, Frank from Post Secrets. He was so amazing oh, this past year. And it's like the fun, the fun thing about Post Secrets is like he has a million stories. He only mm-hmm. told us like a small fraction, probably not even like one percent of the stories that he has via what he does it would be really really nice to have him back again um to be able to share some more of those stories because that was just uh that was just such such a such a fun um experience and so moving like so much of it was so moving so much of it was so funny and interesting um it was just all the all the feels during Mm -hmm. frank so i would love to see him again um, my only request if we have Frank again is it to be on Friday because by Saturday I was an emotional wreck and I just could not cry, stop crying the whole Look, time. Like if, I want to actually enjoy it, please. So can we have him on Friday? If Frank comes back, have a couple boxes of Kleenex at Myra's table, okay? Have her so she can be ready. I was done. I was so done. done. And you you know, Frank is a good sport too. He was at Plan Jamma. So great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got it. to invite yeah. him. We invited him to Plan Jamma when we talked to him backstage. And then he came with his PJs. Y'all welcome. We got to play with got to party with Frank and his PJs because he's one of us. Yeah, welcome. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh my god, playing Jamma. It's like playing Jamma is just so bittersweet to me because it's so much fun that you're sad that it's the end of Go Wild. Yeah. You're like when you go to playing Jamma, you want Go Wild to keep going. You know what I'm saying? And you it really hits you that okay, like we're going home tomorrow and it's it's over. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so it's it's a weird emotion because mm-hmm. it's like, and I feel like we're releasing everything. Cause you know, we, you know, we work mm-hmm. and stuff with mm-hmm. wild and, you know, in the past. So it's like, okay, we're releasing the work. We're finally getting mm-hmm. to like Kiki with everybody. But it's like, like you said, okay, I'm not going to see y'all for oh, another year. I know. <laughs> It's so sad. Oh, it's so bittersweet. It's, it's so, so bittersweet. bittersweet. Seriously. Oh, the alcohol don't help either, though. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what? And, you know, I know the Wild Team does their absolute best. I know they're working super hard to, like, iron out all the details, make sure it's absolutely perfect. I vote that we, like, double the amount of, like, bartenders or something because, man, those bar lines were so long. Everybody wanted a drink. Everybody wanted a drink. So we yeah. have more bartenders, that would be great. So you know, get out the lines a little bit quicker. And I mean, can playing Gemma just last longer too? Like, let's not end it at ten. Can it go to like eleven or twelve or something? I would love uh, that. Ten just feels too early. I feel like that's why so many of us were still like down there in that space right outside of the ballroom for like hours afterwards because we didn't want to go to our rooms. Like we didn't want to say goodbye because we knew that was basically it. You know, yeah. I need it to last longer. It's a like noise kind of thing because you know how like concerts have to like stop mm-hmm. at a certain time. You think it's like one of those situations? Uh, I think it has been in the past, but for this hotel, it was like that ballroom was like in the basement. Yeah, you know what true. I'm saying. Yeah. So I can't see noise being that huge of an I- issue for that particular hotel. I can see it for like other hotels potentially mm-hmm. that had like what Anaheim wasn't the ballroom on like the second or third floor, yeah. and then guest rooms were like right above it or something. That makes that makes more sense to me for sure. So probably so it probably does come down to something like that, but look y'all on vacation okay don't don't be a don't be a a a party pooper 11 o'clock is it really that different than 10 you know you know sometimes people be hating they be hating 
so that's, that's all it is. They but we can't hate. give in to the haters. Why are we giving in to the haters? Okay, they can come join too. It's the hotel giving in today. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so petition to have Plan Gemma last longer for sure. Uh, let me see. What are some other things? I think another thing that I would really love to see is like some type of like newbie mixer. I think we've been talking about that for the past like year or so. Like on registration day, they registration day they have the room where people like you know have all the activations and fun things too i think it would be cool to have like another ballroom that has like things for people in particular who are either new to wow or came along just to have a specific area for those people to like hang out and talk to people and find people to you know have fun with for for the rest of the weekend so i think that would be really cool that would be cool Mm -hmm. that would be i i i petition us to do that yep Hey, Jeanette, I know you listening. <laughs> that, that would just be really cool because there are a lot yep. of people who come by themselves or there are a lot of people mm-hmm. who, while this is their first while and they really don't know what to expect. Um, and there's a lot of introverted people within this community. So that yeah. could like really break the ice first mm-hmm. thing. Um, yep. How How is, is it, is Thursday like registration day? Yes, Thursday is registration day and then the welcome party. Thursday yeah, night. so it could be something during registration, like a mm-hmm. little like space you go through, you know, the activation area mm-hmm. and then you can come over there and mingle. Yes, I think that would be fantastic. And I mean, I girl, we just brought up the, the uh, welcome party. The KD karaoke party is always so fun. Um, Myra, are you already thinking about the songs that you're going to do next year? And J-Bay, are you already thinking about the songs that you're going to do next year? <laughs> uh, yes. Also, petition so Meg doesn't lose her voice every year. Can we do a lip sync battle? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're such a good friend for seeing that. Because we're trying to get through the rest of the week. Is she loses our voice Thursday? I'm we not talking two more days. I'm not talking until Friday. I'm not going to open my mouth. <laughs> Till Friday. Look, communicate via text. That's fine. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a notepad. I'm gonna have a notepad and a sharpie, and I'm gonna just write down what I need to tell y'all. Okay. Well, listening battle would be cute. That is really, that's a cute idea. That is a cute idea too. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. But that that's my yeah. favorite part of Wild. I know. Uh, karaoke. It's so much fun. It's so fun. And that is a nice icebreaker too. I feel like that mm-hmm. is really what like, really kind of sets the vibe for the rest of the weekend. That's where people, I think at the karaoke party, that's where people are like, okay, I made, I made the right decision to come. Like it was scary. I didn't know what it was going to be like. This is my first time I'm coming along, whatever the situation is at the karaoke party. I think this is where people are like, okay, these are like my people. This is, this is about to be good. This is about to be good. At least that's how it felt for me last year when I was our first time. I was like, this is a vibe. This is a vibe. It's, you really feel safe. Like you really feel like mm-hmm. you, like the people there get you. And like, I feel, I, I don't know. I, you used to party a lot during like college and stuff, but not. Girl, <laughs> Girl I don't know what you're talking about. I never went anywhere. <laughs> I spent every night at the library. Like that is not me. Ooh, you got me but mixed up with my As girls. adults, like I, you know, the whole party scene, the club scene is just not my vibe. But I feel no, like with um at Wild, like you feel safe. Like I don't feel do. like I need to like just sit back against the wall yes. and like try to disappear. Mm-hmm. Like I I want to be a part of me going talk to people and yep. I don't know. That's that's the best time too, to like just we had so many great conversations after a mm-hmm. welcome party. Mm-hmm. That's very true. That so, is very, yeah, very true. It's just the perfect icebreaker. It's so, I know. I'm so pumped. I'm ready now. Me too. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. J-Bay, you started working on your karaoke list uh, yet? I think it has to be Texas themed. So I haven't mm. fully honed it down. Don't hate me if it's country again, because that's just who I am. <laughs> I don't hate you, JB. Beyonce and Meg counts as Texas, so That's true. oh wait, I could do Beyonce. Oh my god, I'm gonna let me let me sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> I've already started my list, and Beyonce and Meg is on it. Um, I have Love other it. people too, but now that JB said like it has to be Texas themed, yeah, 
It I doesn't kinda... have to. It just no, feels I, like I the, the, the vibe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the vibe. That is the vibe. Oh, I agree. I'm excited, y'all. This is going to be so fun. And like, I don't know. The best part is just being together with the people who just get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just fun whenever we can get together with other people in the planner community, our friends, like new friends, old friends, like just everybody to hang out and just have a safe space to just, you know, be obsessed with stationary because that's what we're all there for but we're so much more than this i would love to see you know people maybe a speaker who's like in another crafting space would be really really cool Mm -hmm. um you know amber from damask love is so great and so much fun it would be great to see her again at go wild and you know i i wouldn't put her like in the planner category. She's just a crafter, yeah. you know what I'm saying? A super creative crafter. So I don't know. More people like that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Amber has to be there in some kind of capacity because yep. her energy is just I'm so contagious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Absolutely love it. Um yeah, I agree. I there are some names like Mimi G style, she does a lot of sewing stuff. So not mm. particularly in the crafting space, mm-hmm. but she has a, a remarkable story that I think would be very impactful nice. to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would love to see more. And then this will like kind of make wild more of a creative conference by having those types yeah. of people there versus just a planner conference. Cause I feel like like at this point, that's, that's what wild is. It's not just yeah. planners. Like, yeah, planners brought us together, but um it's bigger than that. So it's bigger I would, than yeah, that. I would love mm-hmm. to, you know, and I feel like DC showed that like the speakers mm-hmm. we had at DC showed like it's bigger than that. So I hope yep. we keep that trend going. I hard to top Frank and Renee, oh but um, I know why I could do it. I mean, Renee can just come back and say exactly what she said this past the year. Same I wouldn't, mind. Exact I wouldn't mind at all. Yeah. Like she asked was- the same questions absolutely amazing yeah. and I just I don't know it's just like I had never seen her you know obviously being familiar with her from Hamilton but I had yeah. never seen her like speak or anything so I didn't really know what to expect you know what I'm saying I was just so starstruck just knowing that she was going to be there but she was just so sweet and just so eloquent and like taking people's questions and like singing Hamilton with us I mean she was she was perfect she was perfect and yeah I wouldn't be mad I mean Renee can just like um, it could be, you know, go Renee can be the new name. Just a whole <laughs> conference dedicated to Renee. And I'm okay with it, you know, because I stand. I stand so hard. Yeah, yeah. she's so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. She's just so freaking cool. She but yeah, is. I'm really excited for all of the new people that, um, like folks who wanted to go to Go Wild last year and for whatever mm-hmm. reason couldn't make it and are like super pumped to come this year. Like I'm I'm really excited for them. Yes. And first timers, like people who maybe first found this community and now mm-hmm. are like excited to go. Um, I don't know. Something about your first Go Wild is is always going to be magical. Like okay. Anaheim mm-hmm. is still at the top of the list for me. Yep, I, I agree. agree. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. And, you know, obviously um, no decision uh, is made in this community with any type of controversy. So we definitely mm-hmm. want to touch on that a little bit. I know we saw people who were um, voicing some concerns about the location being in Texas. Uh, I primarily want to just speak about people who are a part of the queer community having concerns about being in Texas because of the legislation and the governor and some of the laws that have been put in place. Um, and obviously we sympathize with that really deeply. Like we, 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 obviously don't fully understand it, but we, we can empathize with that Mm -hmm. of just being fearful of the unknown and what to expect, especially since like a lot of things have changed in our country since go out was in Austin, you know what I'm saying? So we definitely want to um, recognize that and just speak to that for a minute. Cause you know, you know, I I feel like there's always going to be some, some things that come up no matter what location is chosen but this these yeah. in particular are coming up because of texas is important to talk about too yeah i i totally agree i do um recognize them as valid concerns mm-hmm. um I, I hate to put a butt behind it mm-hmm. but 
I do think a lot of people are using this as an opportunity to, they're not excited about the location period. Yeah. So instead of just saying, I'm not excited, I don't want to go there. They're using that as an excuse. Yeah. Um, which is kind of fucked up to me. And it's not people in the queer community who are yeah. doing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not even the people who are doing that. Um, I, I don't know. I think, especially for me, I think because I lived in Dallas in particular for eight years of my life, um, and I, I love it and I just know it personally, like it, it was hard for me to see a lot of the criticism because I'm it's like people are just like coming at my home. It still feels like mm-hmm. my home. You know, and I spent I spent more of my adult life there than I have anywhere. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I feel like because obviously we saw a lot of, you know, I'm not spending my money in Texas. I don't want my money to go to anything in Texas, yada, 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 this type of thing. And I feel like that's a little short-sighted to me because I feel like that is not taken into consideration like the BIPOC people, the women, the queer people who live and have businesses in Texas still. And, you know, it's, I feel like it's a very like privileged place to come from to be like, well, you could just move. You don't have to live there when that could be everything you know could be there. That could be your family or you or your friends are there Mm -hmm. or you don't have the means to, to not live there or you just don't want to not yeah. live there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to stay there and you want to help fight and make it a better place for the future generations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we all can't just abandon the South and think that that's going to actually change anything. That's just going to make things worse. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it was, it was disheartening to see um, some of that talk about, like I said, if there are people in the queer community who have concerns as far as like safety and things like that, those are extremely valid. And I never want to invalidate that feeling or those experiences or anything. I'm just kind of talking of the perspective of people not a part of that community who, like I said, were coming at it from a, I don't want to spend my money in Texas type of situation. Is that a fair thing to say and I, I don't know I guess you people can feel how they want to feel mm-hmm. um but I don't know I feel like if go wild or if any conference was in a place that I wasn't comfortable or didn't want to go to I would just not go you know I don't want to take that away or that excitement away from other people you know yeah and I think that's exactly what folks were doing they were only you know tunnel vision yeah. on their uh you know activism and that they weren't even considering, because like you said, like it for you, it felt like an attack on your home. For me, it felt like an attack on my friends, like an attack yeah. on the businesses that I love down there. And it's just, yeah. it was just so, it was such a confusing thing going on. Like I legit seen somebody, because it kind of, it kind of seemed like people were using this as a way to like self promote their righteousness. If that makes sense, because mm-hmm. legit, someone did a whole plan with me with the Aaron Condren planner talking about their issues with the go wild location. Those planners are created and manufactured in Austin, Texas. Yes, yes, they are. So it was just like, where is the line being drawn here? Like, what what are we doing here? So do yeah. we not support the businesses that are there? Do we not support the creators that are there? Like. I, it's just, I think yeah. it comes down to like a lot of people may not care about the location. That That's going to happen. Everybody's mm-hmm. not going to like where it is. Some people ain't like Anaheim. Some people ain't like DC. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of just being like, I don't care for that location, it's it was it's, activism yeah. behind it, which was weird because you're planning in an Aaron Condra planner like I just- yeah and I mean obviously we saw some talk about that too where people were saying that like you know supporting a small business in Texas isn't the same as supporting tourism in Texas but I kind of feel like that's kind of splitting hairs to me yeah you know what it's I'm moving saying the goalposts it's to kind of make it yeah 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 I agree. And um yeah I mean we can only talk from our experience and and how we saw the situation um and I think that's one of the good things about go wild is that if it's somewhere that you can't go to or don't want to go to whatever your reason is that is totally fine and it's totally valid it's going to be somewhere else next year you know what I'm saying and I feel like I don't know like 
you know, we talk about all the time that there is a, just a lot of entitlement in this mm-hmm. planner community. I mean, in the world in general, but I'm talking yeah. about the planner community specifically. And I feel like people just feel entitled to everything in this community. And so when something doesn't perfectly suit like their needs, there is like a, just a huge uproar and there is very little consideration other people who needs to do so. Like we said, like, you know, one year, you know, for like two years in a row, wow, was on the West Coast. And then one year was on the East Coast. And the people in the middle were kind of like left behind, kind of mm-hmm. trying to figure out what works best for them. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. We, like I said, we don't talk from our perspective. Like for me, like living in Texas for as many years as I did, um, it was not just Texas, but in Dallas in particular, like mm-hmm. Dallas is extremely blue progressive place um i never felt unsafe there uh, as far as i know my friends have never felt unsafe there and i just kind of wish that people would recognize the, the nuance in the situation like and i say all the time that every state in this country is one bad election away from having a legislator or a governor like like in texas or like in florida or hell like in tennessee you know what i'm saying like we're all just so close to that happening and it's a broader issue in this country and we talk about this too like being from the south i have always felt very judged and attacked when things like this come up because there is there's just such a strong perspective from people not from the south who aren't familiar with being in the south at all oh my god the south is so much worse the racism is so much worse the homophobia is so much worse everything is worse in the south and one that's not that's just not my experience i can only speak from my experience but that's not my experience i have felt deeply uncomfortable in a lot of places that we're not in the South also as a black woman in this country. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think that's, that's, that was a source of why I was kind of offended by all the bad, well, by not all, but some of the backlash as well, because I'm just like, this is not my experience with this place at all. And there, there's a reason I lived there for as long as I did. And I'm not saying that it's perfect and it can't change, but if we're all just like, we're never going to go there, we're never going to support it, people need to move, then nothing is ever going to change in these places. It's just going to get worse, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the South, you know, it, it kind of gets picked on a lot just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can recognize the issues that, uh, you know, Texas in particular mm-hmm. has. We've talked about it on the show yes. numerous of times. Um, that is well documented and well known. But also there's issues in New York. There's issues in Ohio. There's yeah. issues in Oregon. Like there's issues. Yeah. It's a, like I think you said this, um, you know, off the air. It's not a state issue, it's a country issue. Yeah. And I feel like with people are like trying to boil it down to a state issue, it's it's like you're trying to wipe your hands clean because of wherever you live at that's not Texas is yeah. much better. And it's like, no, like we can recognize there's some issues going on, but it's not just Texas. Right. Yep. It's really wild. I mean, I I feel like a piece of that is kind of just make people feel better too. Like, yeah, I would never live somewhere like that. My where I live is just not like that at all, and it's just like exactly, yeah, that might not necessarily be true. And like I said, we're all on the brink of having some really shitty laws, it's really shitty, you know, governors and all this type of things, like in all of our states, because it is a country issue more so than just individual um, states. But like I said, I just I want to be very clear that we are not here to or trying to invalidate anybody in the queer community's feelings who might feel unsafe in Texas or anything like that. We're just speaking from our perspective and really it's just kind of more so some of the other criticism, like I said, with the spending money, the I can't go to that place. You know what I'm saying? Like not from a safety perspective, but just from a it felt like I'm like a hot horse type of thing to be totally honest and you know name me a state that like nothing shitty ever happens and you're not in the united states no more you're not on this planet no more you know and it, like i said it's not to invalidate that it's just to i don't know just to share a different perspective too um jay bay if you want to i would love for you to kind of share your perspective um as well and just kind of give somebody give everybody something to think about uh, I would say like the like redeeming part of like the wild and like I'm planner adjacent. So like I had hesitancies or like reservations about going with Danny like two years ago. Like 
I don't know if everybody knows the story, but like originally, like Danny was like pestering me and I was just like, okay, Danny, you go. We'll make it work. You're going to go to go wild. We planned it like two weeks before. It was like a whole thing. And so when the opportunity arose that I was able to go with him, which I like feel very like grateful for the opportunity, like there, like there's concerns, like, am I safe? But then like getting to meet the people and like the connections, I think like the community, there are a lot of like redeeming factors. And I think like something y'all brought up at the start of the episode is like, we are spending a lot of time there on site like if you're just there for the conference and like the people there make it so worth it and like the people that like in line that I just get to talk to like I did like a couple coffee runs last year and like I was just making jokes with people in line because I was like oh like this is delightful like I don't get too many places like in the world where I feel like comfortable just like being myself and talking to strangers I love so, that, J-Bay. Yeah. I'm excited and, to see it again. Yes. And guys, yeah. if y'all run into J-Bay at Go Wild, just know that he's going to want your whole life story. And he's going to be actively listening and just so sweet and just really caring. <laughs> he really loves just talking to everybody. And I love that about him. I love that about him so much. <laughs> yes, I, I totally agree. And I, I love that message. And I think um, it was on Wild's announcement that Planning with Kay, like, typed up a, a message that was very similar mm-hmm. to what Bay was just saying is that you know it's it's about the people there and how yeah. she felt safe and you know you know you can go and read it it's I'm yeah. sure it's still there but I think what is being lost in this whole conversation um of righteousness is the people who are part of the community who yeah. also live within you know mm-hmm. Texas and like I just nobody is really like trying to get their perspective it's just like oh you know f that you know yeah and I think you know folks need to take a step back and really listen to the people who live there who are part of that community who you know who have been the wild and can explain like you know the safeness there you know we talked about it just being people who love stationary but Mm -hmm. um just listen you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I, and I think that was one of the things that was just especially disheartening to me on Friday night when the announcement was made. I felt like everybody was just kind of looking for an echo chamber, and I think that's why so many of these conversations were happening in the in the in the Facebook groups. I mean, even in our Facebook group, and it just mm-hmm. felt like I, I wished it because I had a lot of great conversations with people who I saw like, you know, on their IG stories or whatever, voice concerns about the location. And I had like one-on-one conversation and it wasn't to like change anybody's mind. It was just, just to kind of reassure them from my perspective that go wild is a safe space, Mm -hmm. period. You know what I'm saying? Um, And those were really great and productive one-on-one conversations that I was able to have. And I think that had people kind of taken a beat and just taking a minute to like digest the information and just reach out to people that they knew who live there, have experienced there, have experienced go out or whatever, and just kind of talk to them about that one-on-one rather than searching for the echo chamber in the Facebook groups. I think those would have been a lot more productive conversations, you know? And I mean, we're not here to change anybody's mind. Like, look, yeah, it doesn't it matter yeah. what your reasoning is for not wanting to go and not going you that's that's on you and that's valid and that's okay i just wanted us to you know briefly talk about it on the podcast to just kind of share a different perspective because i mean anytime that anybody said anything that wasn't like 100 in line with what a lot of these people were saying it was not met with a lot of kindness empathy understanding anything like that a lot of what i saw was just like immediately shut down if you weren't saying that like yeah you know, Texas is the devil and we don't mess with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just really shut down. And I think, like I said, one-on-one conversations have been a lot more productive. And I hope that this conversation, um, you know, I hope it can just kind of give people a different perspective. It's not to shame anybody. It's not to make anybody feel bad for feeling how they feel, no matter how they feel. It's just to offer 
um, a different perspective from people who, you know, one, have experienced wild a couple of times and two, you know, people who have lived in um, Texas, you know, marginalized people as well that, you know, obviously we share similar concerns when we're traveling to different places um, in the United States. You know, you got to keep your eyes open. You just never know what could happen. And, you know, I don't want to make it seem like you know, Dallas is just so perfect and nothing bad ever happens there. But, you know, yeah. I can only just share my perspective that, you know, it's, it's not a sundown town or even close to it. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. just, it's just not like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that. Like, wow, is definitely a safe space, mm-hmm. um, you know, but uh, but yeah just just listen and be mindful like if that's that's like makes said, we're not trying to change nobody's opinion is that's how you feel that's how you feel it is what it is um it i think it's weird to go on like people comments that's like oh i'm excited about go wow to voice that like to yuck their yum that's yeah. kind of weird um but you know you're entitled to your opinion and how you feel it's just we're just asking people to take a a different perspective on it and listen to other folks, especially yeah. if you don't live there. Yeah, that's the thing, because I feel like you can't turn around and be like, well, I don't want to take anybody's excitement or joy away, but then it's like you could make a separate post and talk about how yeah. you feel. You know what I'm saying? Don't comments if they're yeah. excited about it. I like, that's, you can make that's a rude. Post. Yeah, yeah, I think you could just make a separate post, so mm, I don't know. Yeah, but like we said, like, this uh... <laughs> I don't think has there ever been a I mean probably since way before we was involved or even in the community like has there ever been a go wild location announcement it wasn't met with something I think we all just kind of expected something you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah um, it's, it's either the price uh which is it's funny that uh we didn't even get to rejoice on the price because mm-hmm. of all this did not change actually hotels a little bit cheaper mm-hmm. um it's it's either that it's the location it's the time of the year. Mm-hmm. It's always something. It's always something. It's never going to work for everybody. Yeah. 100% of people. And that's true for any conference every year. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like nothing is ever going to work for everybody. And that's okay. Um, And if Go Wild doesn't work for you this time around, maybe it'll work for you next time around or the time after that. Like, it's not going anywhere. So I think that is also something to keep in mind, too. Because mm-hmm. like I said, if they were just somewhere that I just did not want to go to or just couldn't commit to whatever had other things to do then i would just look forward to the next year after that and go ahead and start yeah. that sinking fund um and stay ready that's all you can do yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. all you can do that's that's all you can do it's just it's it's so weird because it's i it's no other conference to get this though yeah. you know what i mean like yeah it's, it's wild but yeah. exactly and it's like i know i don't know i know it wasn't like a personal thing against anybody who like lives in texas or is from there or anything but like i said it just felt very personal and it's just i don't know it hurt my feelings it hurt my feelings because i was just you know I've, obviously we all had so much build up and so much excitement um towards the announcement um and i think it just really got lost in that because at mm-hmm. the end of the day like go out is just to me it's just another opportunity to be with my people. That's all I see it as. Nothing more, yeah. nothing less. It's just an opportunity for me to be with my people, to feel seen, to feel heard, to feel valued. And I want other people to have that experience too. And I think, I don't know, I think, you know, so much stuff just kind of gets lost in in all the, the little details and the little nuances that are going to always change and always be different. And it's just never going to be perfect for everybody. I just wish that, you know, we could have some appreciation for what it is. And like I said, if it doesn't work for you, if you can't go, that's that's fine. That's valid. But, you know. Yeah. We ready. Yeah. I'm yeah. ready to take my ass to Dallas. Uh, like tomorrow. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot wait. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing your feelings about that. Because I, I think, again, that's something that has been lost. I think that, you know, if you see a post of people celebrating something that you're not trying to celebrate, you can make another post and talk mm-hmm. about your concerns and things like that. It doesn't have to be on that same post yeah but yeah guys uh, i'm so excited i'm so excited i think that it's going to be amazing i cannot wait as we get closer to you know find out who the speakers are and different events that are going to take place um do we know dates as far as like ticket sales or anything like that yet uh yes we do have the dates um i believe like there is a separate one for like alumni and um general admissions I'm not mistaken. 
that makes sense? Yes, there's like uh, a I'm pre-sale, like an alumni pre-sale, I think. Yeah, I'm pulling up the post now. Uh, for the dates, pre-sale is eight eighteen, and general tickets is nine one. Um, again, the price is the same as last year. Pre-sale is six forty nine, and general is six ninety nine. Um, mm -hmm. There's some ticketing fees, and then in the comments, they did give us uh, the hotel price, which is two nineteen a night. So that's nice. Yeah, this one for this hotel, which is really really nice, and that's like half off the normal rate. I think when I looked it mm -hmm. up. So, don't know how accurate that is, yeah. but it looked like it was way cheaper. We looked at so. that normal way, it was like, ooh, child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think they have some payment, op some different payment options. Yes, um, split pay. This year as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, split pay and some type of, I think, like a down payment type of, y'all don't quote me. Just go go to the Wife Planner <laughs> Instagram page. The information is there. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, like we, we just want to see y'all there. And also like with the tickets and stuff, like don't feel like you have to buy your ticket like the day that it's available like obviously you never know what's going to happen you never know when it's going to sell out or anything like that but you know do what works best for you yeah. for your budget if you need to wait a couple weeks to get your ticket you're, you'll probably be fine to do that obviously I can't make any guarantees or anything like that but just right. from my perspective like you know because I was talking to somebody who was like um oh no I only have a couple weeks to like save up and have my money for my ticket and I'm like not necessarily because like I said they have the payment options and also you don't have to get your ticket the day that it um is out you probably have some time to you know figure all those things yeah. out too. so i wouldn't yeah. fret too much about that yeah for sure don't go into debt for this you know we want to see you there but like this you know do make sure it's in the budget <laughs> make sure yeah. it is in the budget exactly yeah. but yeah guys we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back y'all it's megan myra here and we wanted to drop in real quick and tell you about our patreon community the official patreon tier is for people who want some amazing bonus content you get an ad-free episode a day early than our normal release monthly bonus episodes and a bi-monthly episode of our patreon exclusive show shots with megan myra the all-inclusive patreon tier gets everything we just mentioned plus access to our exclusive facebook group community this includes joining us as we record our monthly live episode and monthly facebook live get more info on patreon.com forward slash planners and wine we hope you join us all right guys so we are back um, we have a couple of planner community things to talk about, and then a couple of you know TikTok celeb stuff to talk about. Uh, we're gonna try to not make this podcast be two hours, so let's just <laughs> run through um these things. Uh, the first thing is Moxie Life announced some changes coming to their uh, daily planner, so daily planners will not be a part of their 2024 release that's coming this fall. They will be releasing them later on um, towards the spring, mm -hmm. um, and daily planners will be reformatted to be six months long, so you won't have to get four anymore. You can just buy two for the whole year. Um, they will not include the goal planning system, and um, I'm not sure. This this language they use is a little vague, but they might have a slightly different layout. Um, yeah, that's those are some pretty huge changes um, coming mm -hmm. to the Moxie Life Daily Planners. Uh, Myra, what say you? What's your reaction? Well, I do appreciate that they um, at least have it six months instead of three. That was a huge turnoff for me mm -hmm. uh, with it because it's just because, you know, it was still like 60 bucks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do appreciate them making it six months. I don't think you can do any more than six months on mm -hmm. a daily planner mm -hmm. in general. Um, so yeah, that that's exciting news. I'm kind of interested in what the changes will be because I remember them having a slight change or trying to do a slight change. Like, was it a year or two ago? It was last year. Mm -hmm. oh, they put out something year? in their Facebook group asking, um, about changes to the daily planner and the changes that they suggested made it very very similar to the daily duo from Aaron Cundren mm -hmm. and so I was like absolutely not no there's no reason for y'all to make a identical planner to the daily duo like right why like that's just really I don't know it's just kind of taking away some variety um in the market so I hope it's different um than that but I don't know them taking out the goal setting part of it 
kind of has me a little concerned that we are kind of moving closer to the daily duo. Yeah. 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 Daily duo is six months each too, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Child, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, interesting. I guess we'll see come spring. It is interesting for them to like split the uh, releases now too, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Can appreciate them at least uh, letting us know. Yeah, and I know that there was like, so I remember when we had Sierra on the podcast last year, like I think one of our patrons even asked a question about um, not having the goal setting system. I think they asked about that for the flagship planner, not particularly the daily planner. So I know that's probably been um, on their radar for a while that there's some interest in having a planner without the goal setting. Also, it does make sense to have the daily with the option to not have the goal setting in case you are using it in conjunction with their flagship planner. You don't really need those same daily pages in two planners. And a lot of us don't like just leaving blank pages in our planner. And I think this is something that you brought up, I think, when we were talking about this. This kind of opens the door for them to use um, their... Because they have like the system of just the goal planning system, like in their like little individual books, to be able to use that in conjunction with the daily planner if you really need the goal setting system and you still want the daily planner, you don't want the flagships, you still kind of have that option too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's very, very interesting to see what this looks like. Like I said, I really hope that it's not a carbon copy of anything that's already out there, but we gonna see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would hope that they wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 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 All we can do is wait and see. Interesting. Yep either way yes well we will keep y'all posted either way um so hobonichi has been doing a rollout or the i think it's called like 30 days of hobonichi or something they've been doing Mm -hmm. a very like a slow rollout of their 2024 lineup i haven't been on instagram in a couple of days so i don't know if they have actually revealed any covers or anything yet that's what i was waiting on um right same but yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all we care about. <laughs> that's all we care about. They have done some changes um to the Hobonichi. So like the paper is gonna be changing a little bit on I think some of the books. Um yeah, go to that go to Hobonichi underscore global because they have a lot of announcements on here and they are doing 31 days of previews, and every single day they're giving some new um information about what they are doing in 2024. So that's how you can get the full rundown. But I still need to see the covers, and we have not seen the covers yet. So yeah. Uh that's all I'm here for. I know. That's all I care about. <laughs> That's all I, care about. I, I did about. see that they are probably going to do a um, One Piece Part 2. That's the anime they did last year for their release. Mm, I'm like, okay. oh, I want to see a new one. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, still going to look at it and check it out but yeah that's that's what i'm always excited for which uh anime they're going to collab with gotcha that'll be really yeah. cool yeah that'll be really really cool to see um all right so moving on to the tiktok drama y'all it was this whole thing i swear sometimes when we record it's like perfect and sometimes when we record we like it's like something will happen the day after we record and so then we don't have the opportunity to talk about it until a whole week after and y'all don't have the opportunity to hear it until like almost two weeks later mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy how things go down um but yeah there was this whole book talk drama with it's her name kiara lewis or i don't know her like is that her last name kiara something right uh, I'm pretty sure it's Lewis. Her name Kiera. Her name Kiera. <laughs> and she's a pretty prominent like book talker. She has like over a million followers on TikTok. Um, I believe she lives in Nashville, which is kind of how the first way that she kind of came on my radar and why I had initially started following her. But basically, there has been just a lot of uh drama with her and this hockey team and her content regarding the players um being received as kind of like sexual harassment to one of the players and his wife and so his wife put out a statement about her distaste for not Kiara in particular but apparently like I said Kiara has such a huge following this has caused just a lot of attention 
to them in general, like people commenting, really like sexually suggestive things on their family photos, things like that. And her just expressing um, her concern about that on um, her IG stories and basically saying that, you know, at first it was cute. At first she didn't have a lot of issues with it, um, Mm -hmm. but now it's just kind of been taken to a level that's inappropriate and has really just made them very uncomfortable. Um, Kiara took this as a personal attack. Some people say took it as a personal attack to see Kiara as well. She reacted to it. The team ended up unfollowing her and deleting all their content because the team had really like played into all of this for a yeah. while and really because they just, you know, they just saw it as an avenue to get more attention. And so they ended up deleting all their content about this. And it was a wave of emotions for me <laughs> seeing this because initially I was like, I had kind of like my black girl defenses up. I was like, okay, not y'all, yeah. this very prominently like white hockey community coming at this black woman. I was like, no, that's not cool. But then digging a little bit more into it, seeing more of the new ones, hearing the wife's perspective, then being like, okay, no, like. The wife had every reason to voice her concerns. The husband had every reason to voice his concern. Myra, where do you stand um, on August the sixth? Because we have gone through all the all the things <laughs> with the situation. Uh, so many ups and downs with this whole situation, for mm-hmm. real. But um, I mean, I just think I've come to the conclusion that both sides had some parts. Um, I just I just find it so wild uh, with Kiera's content. And I was like you in the beginning, like, you know, I mean, rooting for everybody black. Mm-hmm. Black women, I'm gonna stick beside her. Mm-hmm. But it's like like even reading the stuff and um watching the videos of the the content that she does and the like derogatory things that she was saying, like I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> like I cannot it was a lot. And yeah. it's it's I can see how the wife was like, okay, you know, this is cute. Or maybe even the team was like, mm-hmm. hey, this is gaining traction on TikTok. Like, this can help us out. Like, play along mm-hmm. with this, which I think is probably what ultimately happened. I don't, it doesn't seem like the player, you know, had some kind of, like, he could have. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he was, like, you know, all for it or whatever. I feel like it was right. just the team social media trying to hop on a trend. But you can take consent back at any time. Um, But I'm still, yeah. like... Okay, if y'all were cool with it before, why couldn't the team reach out and be like, hey, you know, this has gone a little bit too far? Um, I wouldn't even put that on like the the wife or anything. Like, why wouldn't the team say something to her? Yeah. And you know what? And that was something that came up too. Like a lot of people who were on Kiara's side of it was like, you know, why didn't the, the wife talk to her privately? Blah, blah, blah. But then the people who are on the wife's side was like, well, Kiara did this publicly. So why would I address it privately Privately, when this has been addressed from Kiara's side extremely publicly? Like this whole situation happened in public. It's not like Kiara was, you know, sliding in this man's DMs. Like it was very public Instagram, like TikTok videos and stuff, you know? Um, But I'm with you though. Like obviously like, consent can be taken back and it's very important to recognize that i mean men can be sexually harassed it's very important to recognize that as well a lot of people brought up the gender dynamics and how if these were men doing this to a woman then there would be nobody who would be on the man's side whatsoever you know yep. i mean you know it's always gonna be somebody horrible but for in general the general public would be very very clear about where we stood um but i don't know it is a lot of nuance in this situation i think that it was fair for the wife to you know express her feelings the way that she did um i think where i come down on it is i think that the team um, like the whoever is responsible for the team are just kind of using Kiara as like a scapegoat and trying to trying Absolutely. to de- deny any type of you know involvement. And I mean by them unfollowing her and deleting their videos without you know making any type of statement or anything like that, that was always extremely sketchy to me. Yeah, I think the team should have ensured that the players were fully comfortable with them playing into this because, like I said, it wasn't Kiara by herself who hyped up this whole, you know, mm-hmm. this whole fantasizing and, you know, turned into harassment of these players, the team 
very willingly participate. Not the team, the players, but you know, the people in charge of the team. Like yeah. they participated in that as well because they just saw it as an avenue to get the team more hype and more attention. Um, I think that they should have taken some responsibility in that. I don't think they should have just left Kiara out to dry and to take on all that on her own, which is exactly what they did. I mean, like I said, unfollowing her and deleting their videos, acting like they didn't have nothing to do with it was just really gross. So yeah. I think multiple things can be true. I think you know, you know, you can have your opinion about how the wife handled it. You can have your opinion about how Kiara handled it. I hope that we all can agree that that team was dead as wrong. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. where we all definitely can stand because they were, they were, they were. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, that was just, it was very shady. Yes. I, yeah, I don't know, very, very shady. Yeah. Oh, last thing I want to talk yeah. about. How? Go ahead. Is another TikTok. <laughs> This is why people need to pay writers because the girls ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> but uh, you see the, the lady that like claimed this other, she's a DIY creator. And mm-hmm. she claimed this other DIY creator was copying her and it was stuff like, oh, she painted this green and, you know, I had this green. Have you seen that? Mm, no, I hadn't seen that. Oh my God. They dragged that. Why they drag her? What? Because the things, first of all, she, you're a DIY creator. What does yeah. the why stand for? Like, of course you want other people to do what you're putting out there. <laughs> so that was wild. Yeah. But it, just, it just came down to like a little bit of jealousy because the other, like, I think her name was Tay is the one who like put out the video originally mm. about Karen. Mm-hmm. I think it's pronounced a different way, but I can't remember. I'm just call her Karen. Okay. Um. So she was saying like, Karen is on the rise. Like Karen is about to pass her up in followers mm-hmm. and stuff. So I think it's a more of a jealousy thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was saying that she copied her wallpaper, which mind you, Tay had a collaboration wallpaper mm-hmm. and Karen bought it and tagged Tay in it. So I don't know how she copied that. Yeah, that's but weird. she also said like she copied her, Tay said Karen copied her husband's um, artwork. He does like these monster heads on like these little black murals or whatever. Yeah. And Karen had like dinosaurs on a mural or something. Mm. It was stuff like that. It was like very yeah. nitpicky type of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. The girls like dragged her and eventually like Tay like took the video down. She ended up losing her deal with the wallpaper because it just it was bullying. It was like yeah, you're kind of jealous that Karen was on the rise and doing kind of similar because they do this like quirky kind of decor. Mm-hmm. You know, the girls have all those colors around their houses and stuff. That's they both do that. Right. So I, I just think Tay just kind of got jealous with that and like put out yeah. the video. And mind you, she put out the video, then block Karen. So Karen couldn't even see it or respond to it. Karen was just getting like, you know, the community yeah. coming to her and asked her. And she did a whole video crying. She was like, I'm so disappointed because I really looked up to her. Yeah. It, it was a mess. I mean, here, <laughs> here is my take on that. I feel like, obviously, we have been very, very vocal on, you know, giving people credit mm-hmm. where credit is due. If you get inspiration from somebody, you need to tag and make sure people know that this is where you got this from. If you got it from like a specific place or person, right? But also with that kind of on the other side of that, it's like, if you don't want to be an influencer and you don't want to influence people to do similar things to what you're doing, then just don't be one. Because there's always, yeah, yeah, there's always going to be somebody who's like, oh my God, that was so great. And they might not always do the best job at tagging you and giving you credit. And I'm not to say that that's okay, but if you don't want to influence people, then don't, (laughs) don't. Particularly if you're in a DIY thing, and mm-hmm. then mind you, all the stuff that I'll I'll send you like a you know too long don't read clip mm-hmm. of it. But all the stuff that she was claiming that she was copying was stuff that you can easily just put on Pinterest and find hundreds of other people yeah. doing the same thing. So it wasn't like specifically yeah. I did this and you did it to the T. Right, because how can you at even best prove, by? Yeah. yeah, how can you even prove that they got it from you or that you were even the first yeah. person to do it? Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff, he wasn't the first to do it. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you can't get mad at somebody who does something that you did when you got it from somebody else, also, and you probably didn't get a person credit either. 
the girl was jealous. Yeah, she bikes. took down the video and then put it like an apology, but it really wasn't an apology. But yeah, yeah, bikes. The girls are bored. Pay the actors, the pay the writers. They hey, need please to watch. <laughs> we do. We need things to watch. It's hard out here. And then now with you coming out with stuff like that and people ain't got nothing to watch, it's going to be bigger than what it would have been mm-hmm. potentially. So yeah, yeah it's going to be a lot of drama. I mean, it's content for us. So let's go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, period. <laughs> because the content gonna keep coming. The girls gonna make sure we got plenty of something to talk about all the time. Very um, easy. next thing I want to touch on is I'm kind of pivoting a little bit from where I was originally gonna go. I want to go somewhere else. Have you seen the Barbie movie yet? I have not. <sighs> Jay, I don't care about spoilers. Have you seen the Barbie movie yet? Not yet. It's okay. like all the theaters out here have just been getting full every time I try to find a time to go. I think it's made a billion dollars like already. It's only been out for like two or three weeks. Something insane. Shout out to Barbie marketing. Like that. Barbie is everywhere. Everything. Everything. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to talk about spoilers or anything. I just wanted to say that I really, really loved it. It was just such a special movie. It really had me all my feelings because I was, I mean, I was a Barbie girl growing up like through and through. Like, I think that was one of the things that made me like really hype to have a daughter one day uh not to say that my daughter has to have interest in barbies like obviously yeah. i was never going to be able to control <laughs> but you know i don't i don't know it just it just i think it was just a really special movie coming from the perspective of like mothers and daughters in particular um the ending was just it was so sweet it was really, really sweet and i think it's something for everybody too because ken was not just a just add on like he is like in normal life like Kim was a major (laughs) part yes yes he was like a major part of the movie he was like basically the antagonist I would say for a decent part of the movie which really caught me off guard and really um surprised me so but yeah and even Dallas enjoyed it there were plenty of times where he was like laughing out loud and so that was fun for him to experience it too because I definitely made sure he came with us um he actually enjoyed it but yeah i don't know guys let me know if y'all have seen the barbie movie it was really fun i really hope you go see it it was really cute yeah i'm excited to see it i may have to just do like during the day or something like yes you know the guys in this house don't care to see it mm-hmm. which Mm-mm. is very disappointing next time y'all want to see spider-man i ain't going girl but you want to see spider-man too that's because y'all can go see what i want to see there we go there we go they can but yeah with you know in our house uh majority rules yeah so dallas feels outvoted yeah yes y'all are in the same boat (laughs) y'all in the same boat But yeah, y'all, uh, this has been our episode. We hope that y'all enjoyed it. Um, give us some feedback. Let us know how you are feeling about, um, you know, all the things, all the planner things, all the TikTok things, all the go wild things. Um, it's, it's an exciting time in the planner community right now. We're about to have yeah. some amazing fall releases coming out soon. Um, so many shops have started putting out their like fall and um, Halloween kits and stickers and things. And those have been Super, super cute. I'm literally probably placing the planner cake order at the end of this week. Uh, um, same. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I Period. cannot wait. I can't wait. I cannot wait. But yeah, y'all. Um, do we have anything else? Myra, did you have anything else for the people? Uh, no. Definitely sound off on the comments. Um, check out the YouTube videos. Uh, those are doing really well. You mm-hmm. know, just for a reminder, those are a week behind. Um, so if you're going to look for this episode, you won't see it until next week, but, uh, definitely check out the YouTube videos. You'll get to see our lovely faces. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that, that's all I got. Yes. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Planners of Wine. Follow Myra at Myra Plans It. Follow me at Meg's Got a Plan. Follow J-Bay at J-Bay Plans It. Uh, he is way more active on threads. Uh, just let y'all know you can hear all the deep thoughts of J-Bay over on threads. It's so fun. Um, and yeah, just check us out. Make sure you support our content, our reels. Myra always gets the uh, absolute worst screenshots of me for our reel covers. So love that for me. 
Um, Look, yes, at the end of every episode, <laughs> we need to just start posing because I really be struggling. I'll be trying to find the best thing for both That's of us. That's a good idea. That's literally a good idea. Though. We're literally about to do that. We're literally about to do that. <laughs> but no, I you're really right. Yours, yours be rough too. So you're not yeah, just thinking on they all We be, both yeah. be looking just crazy. You so know, yeah. I go half and half. I tag team there both of us. Yeah, there we go. Because we are equal opportunity looking a hot ass mess <laughs> on this podcast. Yes. Um, but yeah, guys, thank y'all so much for listening. And we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, guys.